I just want to speak to us, church, um, this morning. Uh, and and uh, in the backdrop of the things that have happened in the last few weeks, um, I just want to encourage someone and just lift somebody up today with, with Psalm 46. So go into Psalm 46. Psalm 46. And that's where we're going to talk together about the Holy Spirit minister to us this morning. Psalm 46. If you're there, I just want you to read it with me. It says, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth be removed and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea. Though the waters thereof roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with the swelling thereof, Salah. There is a river, the streams whereof make glad the city of God, the holy place of the tabernacles of the Most High. God is in the midst of her, she shall not be moved. God shall help her, and that right early. The heathen raged, the kingdoms were moved. He uttered his voice, and the earth melted. The Lord of hosts is with us. The Lord, the God of Jacob is our refuge. Selah. Come behold the works of the Lord. What desolations he has made in the earth. He makes wars to cease unto the end of the earth. He breaks the bow and cuts the spear in sunder. He burns the chariot in the fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the heathen. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Psalm 46 is a psalm that, that David, David writes to the, to the musicians and he's writing this psalm to the musicians because of some things that he has experienced and he comes to this place where he, he comes and starts off and says, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. You see, we, we, we've just come out of our of Feast of Grace with all the rejoicing, and then you, we've entered into two weeks of, of some, some unfortunate news. And, and as you've had these unfortunate news, you know, just, just yesterday, my wife also says to me, she, she hears again a, a friend, uh, somebody in the fellowship um, back home who, who has also just been trying to have, to have a baby and, and all her babies have died after birth. So she gets to hold the baby and the baby dies. And then now she herself has died with another baby. And, and, and I was sitting back to myself last night and I'm thinking, God, there is something in the air about what's going on and there's a heaviness that we need to deal with in, in, in the moment. 
So as much as we, we are praying, the devil is also not so happy about particular things that are about to happen in some of you people's lives. But I don't want you to miss it, that which God is doing. And I don't want you to be weighed down by the, the news that we have received of our sister and our brother and a few other things that have happened. But I want to I wanna draw you to the, to the things that David says in this scripture. He says, God is our refuge and strength. God is our refuge and strength. Amen. Amen. He is a refuge. A refuge is a hiding place. It is a shelter. It is a place where you can run to and find security. Amen. Amen. And, and so out of, out of the, the word refuge, somebody who runs into a secure place, into a place of shelter, is called a refugee. And we are refugees of God. You see, if you've been in a war zone, in a conflict zone, they will come and build a refugee camp. And anybody who goes inside, no matter how much the soldiers may be coming hard to fight or chasing you, if you are inside, you are secure. Amen. Amen. Why? Because everybody has agreed that this is a safe place to be in. And those that are inside of here have the right to remain secure and away from the, from the conflict that is going on. And God says, I am a refuge for you. I am that secure place. I am that circumference wherein if you come in the inside of me, you will be secure. The devil cannot get you when you're inside of me. He may try to harm you. Things may not be as easy, but as long as you are in me, you are fine. Amen. Amen. You see, being in a refugee camp does not mean that everything becomes rosy. Do you hear what I'm saying? Some people have, have, have left uh, their home countries and have come here. It is a refuge. And, and I've sat down with some people who have told me some, some horrible <coughs> stories of what happened and, 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 and how, they, how their life was at stake and how they've had to change their names because if people were ever to know who they really were, and then I've sat down with some of these people and they've explained to me what the government has done to help them to end up in a secure place. And they've told me, as long as I stay in this place, I am secure, I am fine. However, while I am in this place, it does not mean that my life is as rosy and as good as it was before. Where they were, they were well to do. Everything was okay. They had a future that they could almost predict where it was going. But now, they live a life in an uncertainty, with an, a different identity, to manage that uncertainty. And, and yet they say, I would rather be here than there. Why? Because here is a refuge. Do you understand what I'm saying to people? And, and I, I've, 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 I've got a friend who works for the United Nations and he was telling me of stories about things that he has witnessed in refugee camps. And, and, and people that they have received into some of the refugee camps in Sudan and in, 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 in Somalia and in Ethiopia and places like that. And, 
And, and he says, you see, these people are only there and all they are saying is, we hope one day we can get back to our normal lives. We hope one day we can get back to the things that we have left and continue with life. But we are thankful that we are here. Why? Because while we are here, we are secured from the things that are going on at the moment. Are you with me, church? And so God says, I am your refuge. David recognizes and says, God is my refuge. I can come and hide in him. There are things that are going on. There is war around me. But if I come into the perimeter and into the circumference where God is around me, I am safe. It may not be the ideal thing, but as long as I am here, I am safe. And so I need to speak to somebody that you need to understand that as long as you can be with God, stay with God, maintain yourself with God, even though the war may come, even though the battles may be there, even though arrows are fired, if you are within God, you are safe. You are safe. God is your refuge. And the second thing he says, and my strength. Why my strength when I'm in a refuge? Because you need strength to go through the period where you are. Uh, he is your strength to keep on going. He is your strength to keep on moving. Psalm 91 that my wife was, was, reading, was reading you says he will cover me with, the, with his wings. And I will be in his shadow. You see, his shadow is protecting me from the blazing sun. The sun is there. It is hot. It is blazing. The challenge is there. The issues are there. They are hot. They are pressing you. They are difficult for you. But as long as you are under the shadow, you will make it through. And the shadow is able to give you strength to continue you see you need to understand to just to explain that song you see he says he will cover me like the hen covers her cheeks you know in the in the shadow of the almighty you see what tends to happen is that the the eagle is 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 is, is hovering above looking for a chick to eat it's looking for food and the chick is his food the devil grows around goes around like a prowling lion looking for somebody to divorce somebody to destroy and so the chicks that are there when they see the eagle they run in and they are protected it is a refuge the other scenario is this the blazing sun or the harsh weather is also there it may cause the chicks uh, to be to become sick or to become weary or to lose their strength but when they come into the shadow of the mother, they will regain their strength. Even though the sun might be so hot, the sun will not smite you by day, nor the moon by night. Why? Because the sun or the moon might sap your strength away. But when you are under the shadow of the Almighty, He broods you over maintains your strength keeps your strength and therefore god is my refuge and my strength Hallelujah. 
that wait upon the Lord shall receive new strength. We will get new strength from God. He gives us strength. Have you ever been? Who, 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 some of you come from hot countries. You know, today it's snowing. Huh? If you've come from a hot country, you know what it means to, to walk two hours under the blazing sun. After some time, you are weak. And you're saying, where can I find some shade? And when you find some shade, and you sit under the, some, the shade, after a few minutes, you feel strong again. Why? Because the sun has the ability to sap out your strength. And, and those of you that have, may never have been in the hot blazing sun, you've probably watched a movie of that guy, that, that guy going through the desert and he's looking, he's trying to get the sweat also into his mouth because he said, at least it's something to wet me because the sun takes away your strength. When the challenges of life come, and the situations come like this that take away your strength. Things you had hoped for are not coming forward. Things you had been trying to achieve are not being achieved. Things you had said, well, by the end of this year, we will do this and this. And suddenly you have to change your plans. You know, there is nothing as disappointing as having to change your plans because something has happened that is permanent into the trajectory of your life. One guy calls it, it's called the black swan. Something that just hits you unexpectedly. Like, like you are expecting that after eight months you're going to hold your nine months, you're going to hold your baby, rejoice, and then suddenly, I know how that means. I know what it means to have this expectation and something wipes out your expectation. But I want to speak to somebody's heart and say God is a refuge and strength. Because the things that you need to run away from, the things that you need to run away from, are taking away your strength. The sun is taking away your strength. That's why you need to find some shelter and go in and get some shade. The war is taking away your strength. It takes away your ability. That's why you need to run into the refugee camp. And when you are in there, while you are in the refugee camp, you get the chance to recover. Hallelujah. You get a chance to recover. You get a chance to recover. They will rehabilitate you. They will help you get the right mindset again. They will help you start to see the future again. And then when the war is over, they say now you can get out of the refugee camp and go back and continue with life. Why? Because in the process of being in the refugee camp, you are re-strengthened. You receive new strength to continue with life. So God is the refuge wherein we can run into. The righteous run into Him and they are saved. He will save us. Not only will He save us, He will give us strength to continue. Hallelujah. He gives us strength to continue. And so the scripture then says, Therefore, Therefore, so it's because God is a refuge and because God gives us strength. And thirdly, he is an ever-present help in time of trouble. He is a very present help in times of trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. We will not fear. Say, I will not fear. Though the earth be removed and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, 
It gives you a picture. You see, normally the earth is not removed. It stays where it is. But if per adventure the earth is removed, the mountains are normally seen as something that are steady. You cannot just, you, can you try to imagine lifting a mountain and putting it into the sea? Try to imagine it. Let's say the, the, the mountain up, up the hill here, on the Aboretta. Try to lift that and take it and throw it into the sea. Can you imagine? How, how would we do that? How, how would we manage that? But, but here, it's saying, it's saying, even though it happens, we will not fear. Why? Because our God is a very present help in times of trouble. Amen. Amen. Even though the things that seem secure move from an hour. When you, I was speaking to a colleague of mine who's worked for a company 30 years. You would think that these are people that will be allowed to retire in the company. Then one day the company just changed. And says, we've changed strategy. There is no place for you. After 30 years of service in a company. Started as a small boy, not married. Got married, had children and grandchildren. Working for the same company. 30 years. How many of you are 30 here? And this guy had, had, had worked that long, your whole life, he had worked for one company. And the company just woke up one day and said, there is now no place for you. Says, but I thought I still had five more years before retirement. Oh, sorry, oh, it's not like that. There is no place for you. Something that seemed to be solid. We were all like, ah, oh, if they can release this guy of 30 years. What about some of us with one month, two months? So, so the, the mountain that you thought this one is now a mountain. And again, again, another, another guy came to me recently and says, you know, I've been serving. So I asked him, how long have you been in this company? He says, 29 years. I've seen all the changes when they were a small company. Now we are this and, and I saw this and saw this and saw this. So, so what are you going to do next? And says, I don't know. My job is on the line. Why? You, we would have thought that this is the knowledge we want to keep. You would have thought that these are the pillars we want to have. But what do you do when the pillars are being moved? The Bible says, though the mountains be moved, we will not be afraid. Hallelujah. So we will not be afraid. We will not be afraid. When the wife, you, you thought, ah, now i found it. She will go nowhere. Comes one day and says, my friend, if you are not careful. <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> when you say, I will get married in 2018. You put all your money in the bank and the bank shut down. And all your money is gone. And the sister is saying, 2018 must not pass by you. What are you going to do when the things that you had put your hope and your trust in, the earth as it is, and even, you know, can you imagine the earth being removed? Where would you live? <laughs> but though the earth be removed, Hallelujah. David says, I will not fear. Why? Because the Lord is my refuge. He is my strength. 
in him I will not fear. I will not be afraid. When you have labored so hard and you still fail, now when you read the whole week, <laughs> you did not sleep reading. You got all the things you thought, this one, I will name it. And when the mark comes, you are the only one who has failed. <laughs> and everybody is surprised. What happened to you? You were not sick when you went into the exam. Sometimes you can say, ah, I was sick, maybe that's why. This time you were not sick. You didn't even need to drink coffee to wake you up. You were as wide awake and as alert, but you have failed. And they come and say, this result determines a lot on how you're going to move forward. Though the earth be removed, I will not fear. Why? Because the Lord is an ever-present help in time of trouble. He is a very present help in time of my trouble. Is anyone in trouble? James says, let him pray. Why should you pray? Because when you pray, you call upon the name of the Lord. And you call upon God, your refuge and your strength. Is anyone in having any sick among you? Let him call the elders so that they can pray for him. And the prayer that is offered in faith will achieve much. But it only achieves much because we can pray to a God who is present in our trouble. Amen. Amen. He is present in our trouble. He is present in our circumstance. He is present in our pain. He is present in our difficulty. He is present in our sorrow. He is present where we feel hopeless. He is present where we feel we can't continue. He is present in the dark moment. Though I pass through the valley of the shadow of death, I will not fear anything. Why? Because He is present. Your staff and your crook, they comfort me. He is there. He is there with you. He is there with you. When you have passed, when you have failed, He is there with you. When you have tried and tried and it's not working, He is there with you. In your darkest hour, when your husband is punching you and your wife throws cooking oil over you, He is there with you. Hallelujah. He is there with you. When the teachers don't like you and your friends think you smell, God is there with you. When you get left by the bus and you watch the train leaving you behind and you know you're going to be late, He is there with you. Oh, when the hospital bills are coming and you don't know how to pay them, He is just there with you. And all you need to do is call upon Him and He will answer. He will answer. Why? Because He's a refuge and a strength. And a very present help in time of trouble. Verse 4 says, There is a river, the streams, the streams thereof make glad the city of God, the holy place of the tabernacles of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God shall help her in that right early. 
See, see, there is a river and it flows into the city of God. And, and the, the holy place or the holy dwelling places of the Most High. God has chosen to dwell within you. God is in you as we are in Him. It's, 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 it sounds paradoxical, but that's exactly how it is. God has chosen to make you the temple, His temple. We are the temple of the Holy Spirit. That's what Paul writes as he talks to us. We are the temple of the Holy Spirit. He has chosen to come and dwell in us. But in ultimately, we are dwelling in Him. Why? Because God is everywhere. He is bigger than you. He is in you, in me, in Him, in her, in Him, in Him, in Him. He is in every one of us. But also, He is over all things. He made the universe. He calls the stars by name. He calls the planets and has put them into their orbit and into their order. He has put them in their places. He counts the grains of the sand upon the sea. He collects the waters in the hollow of His hand. He is so big and yet He has chosen to dwell in you by His Spirit. And so, He says here there is a river that makes glad the cities of God. What is that river? It is, it is His mercy, His love, His grace. He causes it to flow into you. Because you are His dwelling place. You are His dwelling place. And, and, and I love the way verse 5 here says, says, God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. If God is in the midst of you, you will not be Move. You will not be moved. 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 Amen. Why then are we moved? Because we have not allowed God to be our dwelling place. And we have not allowed Him to dwell in us. Therefore when troubles come, they move us. When the winds blow, they blow us away. Because God is not dwelling in us. But God must dwell in you. He must make His dwelling in you so that even when the trouble comes, His river of peace flows into you. His river of grace flows into you and gives you that stability Amen. and keeps you standing Amen. and keeps you rock solid, firm, secure, safe. We must allow Him to dwell and to be in our midst. And so when He is with us or when we are with Him, when we have made Him our refuge, He says, God shall help her. God then helps you. Amen. Amen. And His help comes at a timely moment. The word that, that right early says He will help you timely. He will, he will help you in that right moment. He is there to sustain you. In the right moment, in the right instance, he will not be late. He is not late. He is not slow. But God comes to sustain you that right early. Hallelujah. He comes right early. He comes at the right moment. He is there to give you help in your time of trouble. You see verse 1 and verse, four, verse 5. He is a very present help. In times of trouble and God will help you and you will do it speedily timelessly that right early 
God will help you. The heathen may rage, verse 6, the kingdoms may be, where, may be where moved. He uttered his voice in the earth. That's how God will help you. He will utter his voice and move things that must be moved so that you can be secure. Hallelujah. Amen. Verse 7 says again, the Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Why the God of Jacob? It touches me because Jacob found strength in God. You have to go back into, into the book of Genesis and, and see how Jacob, and, and read the story of Jacob, and, and to appreciate why David says the God of Jacob. See, Jacob was a guy who was on a run. One time he's on the run, the angels had to come and give him comfort in the middle of the night to say, it's going to be okay. You are running, but I'll bring you back here and I'll give you a promise. So he's a God who will give us that which he has promised us. Amen. Amen. We may have to run into the place of refuge. We may have to run into the refugee camp. But when we are in the refugee camp, and we receive strength from God. When we come out, God will bring us back to a place which is our own. Like he did to Jacob. Amen. Amen. Secondly, Jacob has, is, is God tells him and makes a covenant with him. Says, I make a covenant with you. I will bless you in blessing. And so Jacob is there laboring, working for Laban. Seven years he's working for Laban. And, and hoping that at the end of it, he will get his wife Rachel. And Laban cheats him. And he has to work another seven years. So 14 years he's working for. So how long have you been working for what you're working for? Some of you is just two months and you're saying God is late. <laughs> Jacob, 14 years waiting, trusting, believing, hoping. And at the end of the 14 years, he, he now has his two wives. And while he has his two wives, he's just working. And working saying, one day, Laban will give me a good salary, a good bonus. Laban does none of that. Until one day, Jacob has to say, when shall I be able to provide for my own family? I can't keep eating at your table. I need to provide for my own family. And Laban says, work for me again. And so, 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 so some of us have been, have been just working. It's a short time. You're not yet at 14 years. You will not get to 14 years in Jesus' name. But you still have some time to go. <laughs> and so God gives him an idea of how he would end up provided for. And he does some biotechnology and throws in some of these things. And all the spotted and freckled animals end up as Jacob's. Thank God for biotechnology. And genetic manipulations. It started in the Bible, you know that? Did not start with all the scientists that tell us God is not there. Jacob had the idea. If you cross them this way, and you cross them looking at this, this and this will happen. Come on somebody, are you with me? All the scientists in the house say amen. Amen! That's why I became a biotechnologist. I love Jacob. <laughs> and, and, but, but Jacob, Jacob learns how to see God providing for him. And so when David is saying the God of Jacob is our refuge, he's saying the God who can provide, the God who can give you an idea to get out of this, the God who can give you an instruction. 
And, 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 and then Jacob leaves eventually and is going back and Esau is still hot against him. And Jacob has to confront Esau because of what he had done. And so Jacob understands again God to be a God of forgiveness. Because when God came and sent his angel to wrestle with him in the night, and God said to Jacob, from now on you will no longer be called Jacob, you will be called Israel. You have wrestled with, with God and have prevailed. A blessing is now upon you. He understood that God is a God who forgives and gives you a second chance. Am I talking to somebody this day? You can get a second chance. So he gives him a second chance. And by the time he meets Esau, he's repenting to Esau. And Esau says, get up, my brother. I am more happy to see you than to talk about the past. He is a God who takes away the past and gives you a future. Who am I speaking to this morning? In the midst of your trouble, God has a future for you. Hallelujah. He has a future for you. And so he says, God of Jacob is our strength. He is with us, the Lord of hosts. And so while Jacob was thinking, how am I going to fight these people? God had already fought the battle for him. By the time he meets Esau, all the things he was thinking, let me put this one camp here and another camp here, so that at least if these ones die, I remain with these ones. God had dealt with all that already. So no matter how the enemy may be coming against you, when you make God your refuge and you allow him to dwell in you and you make him your habitation, when God is in your midst, he will help you and he will go ahead and fight the battle for you. Why? Because he is the Lord of hosts. God of Jacob. Amen. Amen. And, and then not only that, David understood the God of Jacob, when he was praying to say, I need, a, I need children with Rachel, and the children were not coming. He, he prays. Rachel comes and says, give me children or I die. And says, am I God? But Jacob puts a challenge to God. I am not God, but he is God. Why do you cry to me rather than to him? And out of that challenge, he gives to God. God shows up and blesses his wife, Rachel. And, and I need somebody to know that that same God of Jacob is more than able to remember you Amen. and to give you your heart's desire. He's more than able to give you your heart's desire. And so he says, come behold the works of the Lord. What desolations he has made in the earth. He makes the wars to cease unto the end of the earth. He breaks the bow and cuts the spear in sunder. He burns the chariots in the fire. He makes the wars to cease. The wars that are raging up against your life, He makes them to cease. Hallelujah. Amen. I have seen Him making wars cease. Challenged in the workplace and God causes the war to cease <coughs> changes things around moves people away so that the war may cease sometimes you just don't know why was this person transferred 
it makes no sense if you look at it from the surface. But you know, God was making a war to see. Because after that person is gone, your life in the place is easier. Sometimes God has promoted people, put them higher, and they no longer fight with you. They fight different battles, but you are no longer fighting with them. And you are able to focus. And you wonder why was this one promoted? It was so that the war would cease. Sometimes it causes one sister to get married so that the war in your life may cease. He causes wars to cease. He breaks, he breaks the bar. You know, all kinds of arrows, all kinds of arrows being shot, being shot. I remember one person confessing and saying, we tried so hard to destroy you, but somehow nothing could touch you. And you wonder why? It is because God was breaking the bar. They shot the arrow. And while the arrow is coming, it's coming, it's coming, God breaks it and it falls out. God breaks it and it doesn't strike you. God hits it and it goes above you. And so, but we thought we aimed. Why didn't it strike you? God put a shield and it didn't strike you. Amen. Have you ever experienced that the more they said bad things about you, the more you kept increasing. Amen. The greater you became. Amen. The more they tried, the greater you moved forward. The more progress you made. Why? Because God breaks the ball that was supposed to have struck you down. He breaks the ball and, and he cuts the spear in sunder. Cuts the spear in sunder. When the spear was coming, supposed to go into your heart, it split and doesn't strike you. And are you made of steel? What is it about you? I remember one time praying, praying for somebody. And, and then the, the demon began to speak and says, we have had enough. We are leaving now. And, and, and you know that there is a spear that has been broken, cut asunder by God. Come and see the works of the Lord. He burns the chariots in the fire. No raging chariots, the chariots of Pharaoh that he drowned in the Red Sea. Some he throws fire on them, burns them and destroys them. And he says, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the heathen. I will be exalted in the earth. I, I will be exalted among the heathen. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. Amen. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Amen. Matthew 1 verse 23 says, Behold, a virgin will be, will be with child, and she will bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is, God is with us. God is our refuge. An ever-present help in time of trouble. God is our strength 
the Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Can we rise up to pray? That same God of Jacob fulfilled covenant to Jacob. He fulfilled his covenant. Brought him into a place of plenty. All the nations are blessed through him. Continue his covenant and his blessing. And I want you to pray to that God of Jacob. I want you to pray to Jesus, Emmanuel. God with us. And say, Lord, help me in my time of trouble. I make you my dwelling place. Dwell in me. Dwell in me. You are my refuge. 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 Say, Lord, be my strength right now. Be my strength. Be my strength. Oh, Jesus. My strength, my strength, you are my strength. You are my strength, you are my strong tower. You are my strong tower. Oh God, you are my strength and my strong Shine your light over the apart. Lord, it's 
Show them the way forward. Show them the way to go. Show them the way to go. Show them the way to go. In the name of Jesus. Oh, just receive the help of the Lord. Say, Jesus. Say, Jesus, I receive your help. I receive your strength. I hide myself in you. In the name of Jesus. Oh, God, my Lord, we pray. Pray, pray to Him right now. Pray to Him right now. Pray to Him right now. Is anyone in trouble? Let Him pray. Lord, in the name of Jesus, and we pray for the comfort of the Lord. We pray for the comfort of the Lord. We pray for the comfort of the Lord. We pray for the strength of Jehovah. When things are looking meaningless, when things are looking like they make no sense, Lord, we pray, oh God, for your comfort, for your strength, for your help. My God, for your ability, lift up the church in the name of Jesus. Any that are in depression, we lift them up now. We break the spirit of depression in the name of Jesus Christ. My God, any that are feeling suppressed, we remove, oh God, the spirit of suppression, the demons of suppression in the name of the Lord Jesus. And I pray, my God, that the people will rise up, oh Lord, and continue to walk. You give strength to the weary. You give strength to the weary. Hope to the hopeless. Hearing to the sick. My God, new strength to those that are tired. In the name of the Lord Jesus. My Lord, we pray this morning. This morning. You are our strength, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Just hold hand with your neighbor. I just want you to pray for your neighbor. And just speak strength into them. Just pray and say, Lord, give my neighbor strength. New strength. If you can pray in tongues, I want you to pray in tongues. And pray in the spirit. As you pray for your neighbor, let them receive new strength in whatever circumstance. Death shall not separate us from the love of God. Oh, Failure shall not take us away from the love of God. Hope deferred shall not take us away because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts. And it gives us new hope, even strength. Pray for your neighbor. Pray for your neighbor. Pray for your neighbor. Pray for your neighbor. We will go into the festive season with new hope and new strength. We will go into the festive season with new hope and new strength. Come on, somebody, pray for them, pray for them. God must arise for your neighbor. And give them strength and give them hope. Give them new light and new hope.
Father, we just thank you that you are God, our refuge, our strength, our help in times of trouble. Thank you that, Lord, you will come right early for us. Thank you, Jesus, that you are not slow. But Heavenly Father, God, you are God who watches over us. You brood over us as a hen broods over her cheeks. Shadow us, oh God, with your loving kindness and mercy, with your protection. And Lord, I pray that the peace of God will flood your church and give them new strength. May the joy of the Lord return and give your people strength in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Let the people go.